3: Course Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. What's up, y'all? This is part two of QLS Classic with the great James M. Turner. Uh, right now, we just strolled down memory lane talking about the world-famous single, Juicy, and its effect on black radio, and also his legal problems with Wrigley's gum. Yeah, imagine that. Also, he gets to work with his idol. Mayfield, and he also talks about the importance of passing down uh, your story and the wisdom. This is part two of James M. Tomey. uh October 2017, West Love Supreme. Enjoy. So, uh, after, you won a Grammy for The Closer I Get To You, correct? Mm. I hope you did. Uh, yeah, yeah.
4: Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I stumbled for a minute because, you know, I, that I, I never cared about that. Really? I, I, I didn't care about that. I don't even know where that thing is, man.
3: What?
2: Wow.
3: If hey, I find it,
2: can I ask <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, five? Hey, five. Just start caring.
4: Five would tell you my son. So I had it somewhere. So I, would, I, I was somewhere out, and five sit, told me he one one day he was practicing, you know, trying to be Michael Jackson. He mm-hmm. said, and he spun, and he overspun, and the thing flung, flung out his fingers, and broke. Broke the gram. So he was like. Like really, oh God, what I'm I to say. And he tried to glue it. <laughs> and when I got home, man, I said I don't really care about that because I was so offended. That, back then, why was I offended? Back then, they didn't give the black awards on, on, on television, te- television. They, it do was doing st- the commercials. Still now. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, the rapable, I mean, they y'all hip hop caught it, yeah. but R&B was like, we don't announce, we won best R&B record of the year. And it was doing the commercials, and they come back and say, "Well, earlier tonight we announced." Right. it. am so massive man. I don't. Yeah. I, but I never really care. I don't have gold records and platinums on my, uh, hanging nowhere. Am I right, Cap? They're in the basement, in a box, in my garage.
0: What? Wow. Look, man. What is hanging on the? What's hanging on the?
4: Wallpaper. Yeah. What's- <laughs> <laughs> Some art. <laughs> Not even yeah, that. Art, art, Some yeah. art? art.
0: That's what, it. I'm just. I was just curious. Now, that you said, I'm like, what kind of art you just run the residence?
4: main Anything that you like. I don't have no. I'm not into. I'm not a collector. not I don't, okay. don't want to, you know, sound that 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 adventurous. But um, yeah, I see something I like it.
3: Did you did you work on uh, the what you gonna do for my with my loving album with Stephanie Mills or
4: what you gonna do with my uh, or was it the what sweet sensation album all of them yes to both of them. yeah
3: that was yes some, yeah. first four albums. so you guys did put your body in it and all that stuff and. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> really said. <shed. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really shed my notes, and I'm just speaking as an off the cup fan. Um, so, what is it? What's it like working with an artist of of Stephanie's stature? Where, like, almost in my head, I think in that time period, I would put her. Okay, and as far as the 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 challenge difficulty. Uh, category. I would put her in almost patty. Mm-hmm. In the same basket where it's like you know the talent is there. You know the voice is there. And you know that a lot of their uh a lot of their notoriety is based on the the, Gymnastics. the, the high note, yeah. yeah. The the high note and yeah. the and the fanciness of it. But it's like when you're making pop records y- you got to sing the so- the song has to be right and disciplined. So how do you discipline uh, a, sing, a, a singer like Stephanie Mills That's able To sing, mm-hmm. sing r- Rings around you
4: And just tell her Look Stick to the Well here's the, the int- Again Story behind everything That wasn't Stephanie's First album A lot of people Don't know that Okay She had an album Before that That was written And produced By two Of my main inspirations Burt Backrack And Hal David What? Ah Wait on 20th century She was on another Central label 5.
3: Right? Yeah I think. Okay
4: Look it up okay. So these cats, were, I had three inspirations. First was Curtis Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Then it was Burt Brack and David. Then it was Holland Dozier and Holland. Oh man! And then later on, obviously, Gamble and Huff and Tom Bell. But and Tom Bell kind of took Backrack and David and blackened it more. But he did. <laughs>
1: it was on Motown you know, too.
4: Sorry, but uh, I don't yeah. know. No, I don't know what it was on. But so I'm like. Damn, I gotta come behind cats that all that, you know, Dion Warwick, all that. I was like, oh my God. The mistake that they made, they produced her like she's Dion. She's not Dion. She's something else. So we have a first meeting with Stephanie. I had just left Roberta. We were finished, I told her this is the last tour. I didn't have nothing. There wasn't no work, but the whole band quit when I quit, and I was like, I ain't got no work for nobody, and I get the call, It said, me and Reggie, I said, man, uh, we, had, we had partnered with uh, Famous Music, we did a, a publishing a, a 50-50 thing, so they called and said, man, look, have you ever produced anything? I said, yeah, but none of it's been released. <laughs> I ain't produced nothing, man, but a headache. Uh, so... They sent us back then you would get seed money to do demos. So they sent, I think, maybe 15 grand, do three songs. First three songs we cut, what you gonna do with my Loving, Put your body in it, and deeper inside your love. And I remember telling them, if you can't hear this, and Tawatha's singing all the references. All meets. the, d- oh, well, the she's demos singing the demos. <laughs> Demo, yeah. Do you right, s- still but, uh, have
3: those? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Silence says a lot. No, no, no. No, I don't. But see,
4: let me tell you, one of the. Th- everybody has little things that they do. One of the things that we did that was kind of different in recording back then, I recorded with the synth players being there. Okay. They were part of the rhythm section. Tawatha sang on every take. I wanted the musicians to be playing with the feeling. Mm-hmm. So everything you ever heard coming out of, 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 of Phyllis Hyman, all that. It's Tawatha singing the leads, you know. Here comes the bridge. Everybody's in, but you're playing. with greater voice to do it to? But it made it made it even warmer, and and, and the cats play, you know, with more. more.
3: So when Stephanie Mills and subsequently uh, Phil Simon are getting these demos, mm-hmm. so on the you're saying that on the you know how to love me, mm-hmm. Phil Simon demo, she's ghosting like she's studying, listening to how
4: Tuwatha's singing. Tawatha Tawatha Tawatha, yeah to Wythe, wow. every song we ever did, to, to Wilder's recording, while, maybe sometimes you got six takes, she's singing on every take, cause I wanted that emotion there. And when you get it, and you send it you know, to, the, to whoever you know, that you're you know, getting ready to do, so they know how the song goes. But what better reference? Now, in, in, in your crew, uh, first of all, how did
3: you guys decide, and in, short in, in, in the Sade way of things, how did you guys decide the name of the group is going to be in Tume. I didn't. Like, why not Lucas? No, we didn't. <laughs> it's,
4: well, I went, when I went to Epic, we was going to name the band Mindbender. Okay. The, I mean, because <laughs> everybody was on P-Funk, you know, the costumes right, right. and stuff. And it was a, a guy who headed promotions at, at, at uh, Epic named Paris Ely. And Paris said, no, man, he said in Tume. And I was like, are you crazy? People, you know, today, Mr. Muttma's here. I mean, <laughs> Mutma. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Too, man, that was so weird. We're talking about 1978. And he said, no, this is what we'll do. He said, I know it's, people don't know how to pronounce it. He said, we'll call it. He said, the one thing about that, he said, once you know that name, you'll never forget it. Yeah, sure, and sure. he said, and we'll put the albums out with it phonetically spelled out. <laughs> I not know how to say it. Dash T O O. Dash May. Yeah, it's on your first album. Yeah. I have a copy of the album, yeah. which is like M2 May. Pronounce yeah. M2 May. And I, you know, because I felt weird pride. about it because I didn't. It was like, man, I don't want none, That's not what the group was about,
0: right? You know, the, 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 and the people in the group that feel
4: sometimes. Well, of I way thought either, the right? cats would go, "Yo, man," but they were like, "Okay." Cause they said it makes it, it's something about it that does make sense,
0: and it means messenger, so hello.
4: Well, I mean, I didn't go that deep, but it <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> But that's how that's how I didn't have nothing to do with that. it. It's just like okay, man. Okay, there's a question about your record, and, and I understand.
3: I guess, and I got your first album maybe when I started like my first round of digging, like in the late '80s. Mm-hmm. So when I discovered there were albums before the Juicy Fruit, um, why didn't you guys ever think of making? Yes, a <laughs> a complete song.
4: Erica actually, let's ready me say. Erica Badu called me. Yeah, and she said that's one of my favorite. That was just that's a thirty little, seconds. Yeah, yeah, well you know what? I'm also kind of humorous, and if you notice, <laughs> the first time I think we got to play for the people, and then the next time we play it. That's when I, I, you know, I hated astrology, man. The, I was the so. The asparagus. Oh, what the... are you, what, your sign. I said, <laughs> said co-sign, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so we cosine. did that little take. That was just my personal <laughs> hatred Dig for astrology. I
3: realized it, but the groove was so Boo-doo. monstrous, man. I'm like, y'all don't even know, like, next to Roy Ayers, that, that, to me, is like, that could be the beginning and the father of, like, some neo-soul. Okay. Like, that's our blueprint. Time.
4: Asparagus, from artichoke rising. Hi,
5: I'm Dolores. My sign is spinach, it's a green pea rising.
3: Well, that was like. We tried, Erica tried yeah. to get us to do that. I'm I think doing. we. Oh, really? After, what was after Mama's gun? Uh, Worldwide Underground. Worldwide Underground. The 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 one idea I worked on before uh-huh. um, was we we tried to make that into a jam. I mean, it's still somewhere up there, so maybe she'll bring it back. Talk to me about Love Lock. That's
2: like one of my favorite <laughs> songs. Look, God, man. Look. So, where did that come from?
4: We were working on the album. I had that thing. Woo, you know. The magic to that record is Tawatha, and we hit a, there's a groove that get, we get into, especially toward the end, and I'm, I'm playing, you know, acoustic, and I go into this Latin, ding, 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 and she just, it was just magic, man. It was magic. I mean, I remember we cut that in one take. Nah. And... um you know, sometimes that's that's how this goes. Some shit you cut, recut, right cut, and it just don't work. <laughs> but that just and it really was a combination of R and B and jazz. It really was. And uh, but her, it's her singing. And I think Flora Purim and Ayerto redid it. But it's her performance, man. That makes total sense. That now you know what re- I do- thought of it. Wow. Okay. When I when we did, I thought always thought of it like an airline commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you know, fly. Uh-huh. You know, T zero A. Whatever. You
2: know. Wow, I love that song, man. Thank they, you for that.
3: There's, there's, there's a member of your team that we haven't mentioned yet. Who? And I gotta say, man, like, talk about working with or, or Hubert Eves the third, uh, uh. Hubert and T Trey. Yeah, Like okay. Him being part
4: of the team, like what Hubert and I had played together on on the jazz circuit, you know everybody in the band, okay the first band incarnation, basil Farrington on bass, Hubert Eves, myself, Reggie, Edrie Moore, other guitarist mm-hmm. uh Howard, Howard King. King on drums yeah Howard King. uh locksmith, and um we all were jazz musicians, so Hubert uh you know we played different gigs together, and um so when we put the band together, we all was the band, the recording b- band unit came out of Roberta Flack. We all played with Roberta. And when we left, I said, well, man, when we started getting you know, production gigs, I said, this will be the rhythm section. Because you got to have a sound. What's your signature? And we weren't like anybody else. You know, you had Nile and Bernard that was happening at the same time. It was a few people, but we had our own unit, the singers, it was, was Tawatha. Uh, sister, Cindy Mazel? No, 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 no. Cindy, Cindy was, uh, I mean, Cindy on a couple of things, but the the, the core of course sisters, she's dead now. Uh, great singer. Out of Newark. Mm-hmm. Brenda White, Tawatha, Brenda White, and, uh, ah, man, forgive me. Um,
3: it's all good.
4: Yeah, but uh, we had our own unit. And how, how did you discover Tawatha? How did she come into the circle? First demo, me and Reggie Ava cut was this group called Hot Tea out of Howard University. It was Tawatha wow. and Angela Winbush. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> you
6: just
3: sitting on that information? <laughs> 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 wow, so they were all a part of Howard crew? It was,
0: Roberta, It was, a, it was a, group, a
4: group of five. No, they, they were, that was before they were that a gospel before? Okay. And uh, it was five members. But I'm saying, you know, so Tawatha and Angela was in it. And... Um, we cut the demo, it, you know, we couldn't sell it, but out of that was Tawatha, you know, and um, we've been together 41 years. As a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to cut an EP on her. You know, we're gonna give it a shot. I'm not doing a lot of the writing because, you know, you gotta know, you know what time it is. <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh, it's it's it's, you know, we got some young writers and stuff, and, uh, but I'll be dealing with the melodies, you know what I
3: mean okay, I'm not going to try and throw a monkey wrench in, but
4: here's the monkey the monkey here's
3: the monkey wrench, no because okay to hear to hear uh you describe it as far as like you know move forward, don't burn the i mean burn the bridge and don't look in the rearview mirror and let the young people lead the way, but I also feel like we need to know. To kind of know the way and not let the 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 blind lead the blind. Yeah. So, oh, I agree. I still, I I don't think ideas just expire in people. So, I mean, I don't want. I personally don't don't want you to feel like okay, well, I don't have
4: ideas to. Con- no, con- I don't. I don't contribute. feel like that. But I, here's where I agree with you. In terms of what happens to black music, the professors were thrown out of class. There was this, what I call a breakdown in the cultural continuity. Mm-hmm. With r and funk, and when hip hop was coming along, there was also a struggle a, a, in a generational struggle. Mm-hmm. Younger black uh, 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 men and older blacks. My generation was looking down, that ain't music. Young cats, you know, y'all know you coming through, man, You know F that. So I said, man, mm-hmm. one day I woke up, and said, man, if you got all age and no youth, your glass is half full. All youth with no age, your glass is half empty. Right now we got a half a glass of music. Mm. These conversations are what's needed. Man, I, I learned from y'all, but I can give you what I know, but be open to learn from what y'all are doing. There's not enough sharing of information in black music. That's the problem. Young black kids grow up with the history of their music. I used to watch the Grateful Dead, It'd be grandparents, parents, and yeah, kids. Yeah. How, your cultural continuity is a real thing. We had a real breakdown because of the social thing what happened. I always said my generation began to look at y'all through other eyes. Like y'all wasn't ours. We weren't teenchi. It was a breakdown. Speaking of that jazz <laughs> all that jazz. Let's talk
3: about that jazz. Okay, so of course, uh to a lot of the to the classic hip hop uh Luminaries that, that are are well-versed in the culture and that own Sonics in full gear. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> many Many will know. I thought I was going
4: to get out of here with that, but let's go there. Yo, <laughs> dude, until you
3: said that, I totally forgot you were the subject of that song.
4: Yeah, Darth Vader.
3: So, no, 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 no. no. We'll see. I don't I don't even know I didn't know he so talking all that jazz was about was No, like that's, me, that's about Cause, me. Cause see, you even hear you even hear the you hear them like
4: sample <laughs> yeah. juice in look, it. I'm gonna knock you out. Like, yeah. What? Here's what
1: here's, here's what happened. Wow.
4: uh I co-host a, a a a black talk show called Open Line.
6: Okay. Our Voices.
4: Yeah. Open Line. And and uh, <laughs> so we were having a discussion.
3: What time did it come on? in the morning. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. This this is before they ripped it up.
4: Uh, It was a decent hour. But we were having a debate, a discussion, not a debate, about what was the thing that knocked, knocked us out during the, a year in review of what happened during the year. And I said, man, I've only ha- done, done this a few times in my life. I know you're I've been up here about, what, five hours? Oh, nah, man, <laughs> no, man. Dude, so, this is our
3: dream interview. No, <laughs> just, so,
4: so, so He's
0: just touching his lips. It's a bad shadow.
3: So, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> That was the <laughs> worst. That was good.
4: That was good. <laughs> please, <laughs> but, sad, no, please give us all the stories. Go ahead. So we were talking about what knocked you out. I said, well, I've only done this a couple times in my life. Well, I'm driving, and something came on the radio, and I had to pull over what it was was bring the noise wow now I didn't know nothing about sampling I'm thinking these cats is playing in all these different keys <laughs> oh. I said this is the- like <laughs> Timonius Monk on steroids <laughs> later on I hooked up with Frank Shockley I mean with uh, Hank sorry, Shockley, Hank yeah. Shockley and he explained to me about sampling anyway to make a long story short in that same conversation I said the thing that knocked me out was Public Enemy But I also delved into a a subject that nobody wanted to touch on. I said sampling. At that time, cats didn't know how to play for the most part. But that became a badge of honor. I said, wait a minute. If you want to be a lawyer, you got to know something about what? Law. You want to be a a doctor, you got to know something about what? Medicine. Medicine. Why you want to be in music? But you don't need to know nothing about music. And I said, I'm not against sampling. As a pit stop, don't live there. And I said, and if you're going to sample somebody's music, pay them. That's all I said. So a lot of people got offended. And I got to say this. Daddy O heard that. He was listening to it.
0: Well, here's how it started. Heard you on the radio. Talking about rap. Saying all that crap
4: about how we sample. Giving examples. Think we'll let you get away with that. You criticize our methods how we make records. You said it wasn't art, so now we're going to rip you apart. And... They took it that way, that's not, I was not saying, first of all, how could I say sampling is a drag? Right. As much as I, you know, shit, juicy, you kidding? Right. <laughs> but I said at that time, they weren't paying, mm-hmm. the, you know, like, so-and-so.
0: The system wasn't set up. Yeah, man, right. so
4: it didn't really start turning around until, uh, 91, 92. Me, me, myself, and I came out, mm-hmm. and they sampled, still again, opaque.
2: Opeg, oh, that was, a, I, know, that's I know, when yeah.
4: But during that time, they weren't paying James and all the people, man. The only when I did the Juicy Fruit deal with Puffy, and I gotta say this, I was doing New York undercover. I was uh, me and my, uh, Andre Harrell were meeting, and and, and Andre said, "Look, my Puffy wants to holler at you for a minute." So Puffy comes in, "Hey Tooms," I said, "Puff, what's up?" He said, "Man, I want you to meet my artist." He said, "Biggie Small." Biggie comes in, "Sweetheart, man," I said, "Boom." He said, "Look, man, I want to sample Juicy Fruit." Man, I'll say this about Puff. We sat down a few minutes. We did a page and a half. It ain't no long conversation. You get a dollar, I get 50 cents.
3: Boom.
4: That's all it is. I said, but a lot of... That became a thing. And I, because I was the only cat talking about that, and that record came out, I became... And I was doing panels and stuff. And Oh, man, you hate hip-hop. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, right, no, no. no, no. Does that answer your question? And, and me and Daddy O are fabulous friends now. Yeah. I can see. I it. Okay, much. go ahead.
3: Okay, so, okay, so I want to know when Madonna enters the picture, why was Reggie the only person to
4: produce her and not you? Because we broke up. Ah, damn. Here's, here's Bad me. timing. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, not really. I did the Juicy <laughs> Food album. I ain't. I ain't sorry <laughs> here's what happened there's a point when you're partnering you're starting to have other thoughts you've exhausted what that partnership was supposed to do I remember earlier I said well we kept things together well success like the saying is success needs no explanation fair it can never be explained So, when I started, success Success Success. needs no explanation and failure can never be
1: explained. He's like out quoting Fonte. I know. You need need a coffee table book, sir. (laughs) I I would read it just like I'd read Fonte's. It would be (laughs) fantastic. It's like
4: I was starting to hear that I was done. I remember I always tell this story, man. One day I sat down at, at the piano, man, to write and I start, tears started coming out of my eyes. I didn't know what was happening. I, I And then I realized, man, this sounds like all of the shit you was doing before. And I was like, oh my God. You felt okay. exhausted? And- no, I felt writer's blockade. Hmm. And I said, you gotta, what did I say, man? That it was time for that bridge to be burned. I didn't, I didn't hear strings and horns, no more the big arrangements, the lush, I was hearing, what I called neo-minimalism. How to take this and make it sound like that. Then mm-hmm. that was the Juicy Fruit album. On wow. well, that song, man, there's only four instruments. I was about to say, yeah, it's not, yeah. It sounds like this, but I was hearing something different. Reggie was feeling something different. He hooked up with Madonna. I was doing Juicy Fruit. He did Madonna. So he didn't work on the, the third M2 May record? What was that one? Uh, uh, juicy Fruit. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no. So that was you alone? Uh, yeah, okay, I see. yeah. I think what I did, I might have said one of the tunes we did, but it really wasn't, no, no, that's all me.
3: Oh, man, okay.
4: But that wasn't like, it was a, you know, some anger. No, it was like, Amicable? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, man. Where,
3: where is Reggie to this day? I, I, you rarely hear of him on the scene,
4: or I don't know. Reggie's cool. We talk, Matter of fact, we just talked the other day. Uh, I just decided, like you said, there's not a lot of inf- I don't do even do these kind of, you know. I'm, I know. Fah and my daughter have convinced me, no, look, man, you 70, man. Come on, man. You split disinformation goals. Right. I just agreed, just agreed, what was it last week? We started shooting the unsung. Mm. You know, on, on my on my life. I um, heard uh, that
0: list is crazy too of
4: contributors well, It's, it's kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of nuts. Uh it's from everything from my father who's 90. Wow. You know, to you know, young cats, you know, and, and, and sisters, you know. But uh, I've been around a long time. I've been doing this fifty years, man.
3: That's <laughs> that's crazy. It's not even long enough for me. There's there's, there's more <laughs> to, there's more to do. So, you know, uh I don't even know if you're aware of this, but um I was going to say that a, a lot of a lot of uh hip hop heads um of course, you know, a lot of people would think that Juicy is your go-to record, but what I was telling Fonte earlier upstairs was that
2: And I didn't know this was your record. It was this was when,
3: (laughs) Uh, for some reason, uh, Kid Capri.
4: Oh my God. Exactly. His go to (laughs) record.
3: Oh. (laughs) Like, that's his go to intro record, his freestyle record for rappers. Like, he's been spinning that forever, and I never. What song is that? Uh, it's
4: called Bigger Steam. Yeah, uh, bigger Thought this beat. was a bitch. You guessed it. It's I was like, well, from uh, I scored this uh, Native Son. Native right. Son. It was a movie. movie yeah, it was the funny. first movie I did, and um,
3: and I can't find it nowhere. But no. yeah, like Kid Capri
4: must have at least like eight copies of the record. Yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so
4: that's yeah when the album, the, the, the uh, what do you call them? Sound not soundtrack. There was actually scores, score albums. Yeah, it wasn't no like soundtracks became songs later but that was just a score. And um kid jumped on it. And I remember to Kev I remember Grandmaster Flash called me, he said, Man, the tunes, I wanna come by and holler at you. So he came over to Jersey. I live in, in South Orange and um so Grandmaster was telling me man, he said, Man, you know why we like your music? He said it's holy. He said, I don't mean like religious holy. He said you got a lot of holes. We can take <laughs> snippets. And Open, I didn't right. really, under, you know, fully understand. I, I did understand, but not fully. And, uh, well, Miles introduced the idea to you for space. Amen. Quotations. There you go. Mm. And um, where where was I going, man? Oh, oh, with biggest no, theme. Biggest theme. And uh, so that's what prepared me for New York Undercover.
3: How was it uh, in, in that sort of... I didn't mean to make the, I'm making the transition. I should have waited. No, that's a good segue. No, that's, no, that's perfect. That's perfect. So we're, working in uh, that medium of television and scoring, like how easy was that to episode for episode? I personally, it's easy to you? Or? No, no, no. No. I find it hard. <laughs> it's the hardest thing there is. Yeah. So what was the pressure like of deadlines? First and, of all,
4: Okay, with well, truth be told, I, I get to L.A., mm-hmm. the, the, the pilot is done. You don't have to do original music for a pilot. I go out there maybe to put a couple things on. It was me, and, a, and I took a brother, because I didn't know scoring for television. When I said, you know, I didn't know, I, wanted, I got to know. And this thing came up quick when Andre called me. So I, Dunn Pearson was like my go-to guy. He was a music director for with uh, uh, OJs. Mm-hmm. And um, so I said, so when we talking, I want to know what's the cue, what's, you know. Mm-hmm. The terms. How to read the the, te- the, the, the 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 time, you know, cause it's frames, how many frames per second. Oh, man. And um, I go out there, man, Dick Wolf said, man, on, I go, we arrive on Friday, Dick Wolf says, man, I need a theme Monday. First of all, <laughs> I don't even have any instruments. What do you think? Welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> <But you laughs> know- Please tell me he gave you more than that. This is a true story. I thought it was going to be Saturday. Man, I called my brother and he called the uh, 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 brother that programmed everything for us. He he, he did the uh, he, he, uh, the chronic album. Colin Wolf? No. Uh, uh, oh, man. This is
2: crazy program.
4: Mm. Uh, look, look on the credits for the team. Me, Dunn, and this brother did the team. But because I, I knew I wanted. We, originally, we were supposed to have a cat that was going. Andre said he had a guy that was going to do all the beats. Mm-hmm. The night before we leaving to go to L.A., I go to his crib because when I called him, I said, "Man, you know we leaving tomorrow." And he said, "Well, tunes, I, I'm not comfortable." Ah. Cause I wasn't gonna do beats, you know, like right, right. I, Cause I knew one thing, I didn't want to do nothing old, oh, and this was a chance to really put a sound on television that had never been done. So the night before we leave, he drops out. So my brother gets the gets the, this brother. I got you got to look it up with his name, and we do that. It's the brother that did the chronic, program the chronic, and um, I take looking? it. They they. Uh, Look up for the theme in New York Undercover" the cover, writing credits. Um, it's just showing your name as the writer. That's bullshit. <laughs> 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 I was telling you. I was telling you. It's, it, it's, it's incorrect. It's Dunn Pearson, myself, and some other brother. But so they reject the theme. I, I bring a theme Monday morning. First of all, they were shocked. You know, man, look, I'm talking about, no, I got to have this. They rejected it. There was a woman named Roxanne LaPelle that worked at Universal. Gregory Royal. Uh, that, Bam! Yeah. Whew! Okay. bill to the rest. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because I did not want to, you know, that's I know, I, 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 never not, don't do that. She said, Dick Wolf rejected it. She said, send me over a dat, that. that's when we, you know, dat. Right. Really. Oh, wow. She said, I said, oh man, because I'm like, this is the best I can do. I'm not, because re- it was fresh, nothing like that, you know, doom, doo-doo-doo. Man, that, who's playing the sax on it? That's the brother from uh, Earthwind and Fire, Andrew Wolfrock? No, 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 no. Uh, 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 Not that, not that Earthwind. The original. Um. Uh, so, I'm like, I'm fried, man. So I send it over to her. This is true story. She takes it to the to the head the president of television at Universal. She calls me back. She said I just played it for the president. He said this is exactly what we need for this urban show. And he said also tell him to May thank you for juicy fruit.
6: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo.
0: Hi. laughs> yes. yes! Wait yes.
2: can we just have Oh shit. <laughs> Man. Yo. Why don't we ask? that no, is man. no dude you don't understand like <laughs> wait a minute that was Thursday night like that <laughs> was right, right, that right, was right, like right. that song always put me in like the best mood <laughs> yes. because it was like I mean New Come is my favorite show and it like starts off dark but then it goes into that that yeah. sax line yeah. that's really
4: beautiful yeah, just, yeah, you know, and that's it, the jazz
2: part yeah and it just set like I just know like I heard that song and I just know it's Thursday Yeah, and tomorrow's Friday and this shit about over
6: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the <laughs> thing, thank you for that
6: song
3: <laughs> the thing is is that I thought you were going somewhere else else with the story as in, you know, we did an original theme that they didn't like, then we came up with this. I didn't realize that they heard this, rejected
4: this, rejected. Well, and then took it back. Here's what happened, we're talking true. There was some friction with Dick and Andre. Andre was originally a co-executive producer. Uh And uh, there was some business fallout. I was kind of left out there hanging in the middle of it. Uh, So Dick and I became very close but initially he's looking at me as part of this of Andre's uh, crew and I'm like no I'm not that's my man he brought me in but I'm serious about this mm-hmm. and he looked kind of looked at me like uh and plus he had his man Mike pose ah, it does all everything you got to remember
1: yeah
4: so he was kind of forced to have to deal with me especially after the president of of the of the studio said no man this is what this is what we want and I'm into No ego here, man, but Mike Post can't do what I do. Nah, he couldn't do that, Nah. Because to me, TV music was so staved and and stale. And here's the chase scene. I'm talking about, you know, soprano sax and stuff. You hadn't heard that. Plus, I'm doing Natalie's.
7: I'm scoring this show,
4: and then I'm reproducing songs for the club scene. Now, let's talk about Natalie's. Please. Yes, let's talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Natalie's in the script, the original script, was just the place where the cops, you know, uh, uh, Malik and, and and Michael, hung out. The, the original, if you watch the first season, Gladys Knight is Natalie's. Right, right.
0: right. She owns
4: Natalie's. She was uh, the uh, uh, the father's, uh, Michael's father's ex-girlfriend. Ex- I'm sitting there, man, I said, man, you know what could be interesting? New York Undercover, the first year is 1994. If you... Think about it, Arsenio Hall had been taken off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no place to hear or see a black RB band. I said, man, you know what we can do? I'll bring in young, current artists to cover and them. redo a classic. Bringing wow. Bring in the classic artists to redo their hits. Ergo, 112, After the Love Is Gone, Mary, Natural Woman, Joe to see. They do Lately, was that? No, no, no that was MTV uh, Unplugged. Uh,
2: what did Jodeci do? Well, New York on cover joint? Because uh, they put y'all, you, you, put out an album. Y'all put out a. Well, I
4: did, a, a, I did, I did. Uh, uh, what, what's the brother? The, the, Jodeci the, the lead. Uh, Casey. Casey, Casey, I, I later produced. Uh, if you if think you know me now, yeah. uh, right, uh, Jason's right. lyric, yeah. I um, about that. But um, so I'm oh, doing, man. I'm, I'm saying all this in answer to answer your question, brother. I was doing putting in 20 hours a day, man. Because wow. first of all, I had to figure out what's going to mm-hmm. be my sound. All the equipment had changed. I'd been off the scene for a few years, so I had called all these cats. I'm going through thousands of sounds to find out what would be my go-to sounds, how I'm gonna put these beats, you know, because I had to figure all that on 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 the fly, and um, then produce. I worked it out finally by the third season. I wrote, scored the whole show in two days, did the whole Natalie's in a day and a half. But it's like 30 wait, hours. well, in a day and a half. Yeah, you just now,
3: had all those artists line up one by one, knock them out. No, 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 no per, per episode.
4: Per, per episode. Oh, whew, okay. No, no, but per, per episode. Okay. We we it was a sister named Lyle Lafleur, and I would talk about well, who can we get next? So we we reach out, and uh, once we get the artist, I would say, okay, this is the song we do, you know. Uh, and I go in, recut those songs. Those songs, those aren't records. Those mm-hmm. are all re, you know re re remakes mm-hmm. you know and um
0: you got websites dedicated to the top 20 Natalie's performance. <laughs>
4: Natalie's, <laughs> Natalie's <laughs> was um, Don't
5: tell Jordan what you want to do for love Oh, oh man what you wanna do for love.
4: I forgot
0: yeah. Escape did all this love I was oh, like that's that right, is, what yeah. what well, just,
4: And 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 Gerald Levert, I remember that one yeah uh, I've been so many places uh, song for you A song for you yeah, yeah.
3: So can I assume that that's what made the 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 relationship with Mary for I'm going down? Uh, Look, man. Did you do the the New York undercover stuff first, or did you? Because I know you produced. No, when I'm we, going we, we down first on, met, you yeah, produced it on my life. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. On, yeah. Here's the interesting thing: a lot of the young artists, after we worked together, because they had never worked with an old head, mm-hmm. you know. No, <laughs> yeah, that's straight. And escape SWV. The, the earlier take they never a lot of them never really worked with a vocal producer. No producer, man. You know? Right. And I found that out. And so they would ask me. They come and do New York on the cover and say, Yo, man, could you do a cut on my album?
0: Cause Erica did stay on here and I was like, Was that before yeah. or after she put that on her
4: album? 'Cause no, she was before yeah, she did New York that's on New York. Wow. I, I did redid that for, for her um D'Angelo on the get off the uh, Yeah, you did uh Girl You Need Change yeah, Your Mind. Yeah. And um, that's getting crazy, ain't it? How,
3: so how great.
4: do you like doing vocals? I hate doing vocals. I love it. That's, that's, that's my ultimate. Wow. That's the tip. I will be calling you from now on. The tip of the iceberg <laughs> is vocals. I always say this. Every hit is a nursery rhyme. But you got to learn how to make it your nursery rhyme. There's no hit that you can't hum. <laughs> Yeah. There's no hit record that you heard that you can't hum the melody, even if you don't know the words. Sure. It's nursery rhymes. I already knowing
3: next year's retrospective episode that this, gonna is gonna be be Bill's, <laughs> this is going to be Bill's favorite episode. He's, <laughs> He's gonna,
4: literally taking notes bad. of. of <laughs> but think about that, that, that concept. There's no hit that you ever heard that you love that you couldn't hum. You couldn't hum, man. Yeah, uh, uh, uh,
0: oh, yeah. Okay.
4: What was your um? What was it like producing
2: uh, K.C. vocally? Ah, man. Because that was when he was like, okay, vocally.
4: K.C. Ah. Comes the first night we work. So sometimes you don't nail it, but what I always did if we don't nail something on the first night, I make a copy of what you did, and then give you, right behind that, a version with no vocal, so mm-hmm. you could work out. So KC, the first night, we didn't quite get it. I'm like, cool, man, no problem. Came back about three nights later, and we nailed it. The reason why I'm saying that was so special, I'll never forget, he asked me, said, man, too, making." can I call my parents? He called his parents and put the phone up to the speakers. He said, man, I'm doing Bobby Womack's song. And he nailed it, man. And I was just so proud of him. You know, uh, he was a hard worker. Mary, hard worker. D'Angelo was just off the hook. Notice
5: he didn't say hard work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
6: no, no, no. No, no, no. No,
5: no. I meant. I know, I know. Working. I, I, I no, know. It's, it's, an, it's, ongoing a, it's joke, an ongoing joke. It's an ongoing, it's ongoing joke.
6: <laughs> me. And, and, let me,
4: yeah, and I know the joke. I know the joke. I know, the joke. I I I know, know the joke. You do too. <laughs> I was supposed to work on the album that you did. <laughs> we're, we're still here that's, waiting for That's my man. That's my man. We're still waiting for And I'll never forget to see, I was doing, working with D'Angelo, and Spike Lee called me. I mean, he called me to do the thing with D'Angelo for the get on, was it, get on the bus? Get on the bus, yeah. Roll call. So we're in the studio, and Spike calls me, said, man, Tombs, I'm going to send something over. So he said, I just got Curtis's song, A New World Order. Man. We were in the studio, man. He rushes it over. Now, I told you, man, my main influence, my first influence was Curtis. So I put the, 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 the CD in. And I hear this man, and I said, all right, stop it. I said, turn all the lights off.
6: <laughs> we
4: sat there to listen, man. It wasn't a dry eye. And I realized this cat recorded it on, on his back. back. He was paralyzed. Yep. He was paralyzed, yeah. And I said, this cat got more soul. The reason why I'm saying this, fast forward, doing New York Undercover, I called Curtis for an episode to do that, New World Order. Mm-hmm. I didn't redo it. I, that we actually used the CD. We're alone in the room, in the dressing room, before, the, before he takes a ship, And I tell him, I'm telling getting a chance to tell Curtis, I mean, we knew each other over the years before that, but I had an opportunity to tell him, you were my main inspiration, man, to want to write. And for some reason, there was a moment where there was nobody in the room but me and him. I don't even know how that happened. And I said, and I didn't really even have a right to ask him, I said, Curtis, you're paralyzed. I said, what do you miss most? And what, what right do I have that? I mean, you know, you think my guy say sex or I can't walk? Mm-hmm. You know, he told me, man, and I broke down in tears. He said, man, Toomes, I can't play my guitar. Damn. Oh, shit. Yeah, I never thought now, of that. Now, fast forward again. About a year after he dies, I'm sitting at the crib. I get a call uh, from uh, uh, Warner Brothers. He said, somebody's here and wants to talk to you. I don't know who it was. Put him on. It was Curtis's publicist who was there that night. Mm -hmm. She said, m 2 May, we've been trying to find you for over a year." Curtis, when he died, told me to make sure that we thank two people, you and Eric Clapton. Wow. I don't. I'm like I don't want. I don't know what. what, what Thank me? What are you talking about? He said the last two weeks while Curtis was making transition to death. He had us play his performance in New York undercover. Over that helped him make wow. his transition. And now I dropped the phone because I'm the man that inspired me.
2: You inspired him.
4: Helped him. I. Yeah. I, I can't even say I helped him, but she said two people we wanted to thank. I mean, can you imagine that cycle? Yeah, it's getting yeah, it's getting heavy in here. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> no, nah, that's what I, I, from, I gotta man. say man. this, and I didn't touch on this. You gotta remember who I've lost. I lost Teddy. I lost Phyllis. I lost Donny Hathaway. I work with these people, man. such thing as a bad <laughs> uh, thing. I'm to cut out something because that the elevator. You me. know how to love me. We'll so, like I tell you, Chris, I, vocals is my thing. That's, that's where More I... More power to you, bro. You <laughs> right? I can barely get through this episode. Well, look, look, that's why, look, <laughs> let alone vocals. That's why we talking, man. That's this, right. this, that this, this exchange. So, you know how, you know that line, there's no denying. There's no okay. denying. Now, Phyllis is used to Okay, that's the take. I ain't, I'm like, no, man. It's good, but there's something we can get better. I think we took that note maybe about four or five times. I did. It's just something, because I, I heard I was going to put an extra reverb on it and let it just melt. And then when you listen to that mix, it just goes. So after she finished motherfucker, motherfuckers, that it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a classic story. A cat named David Nathan was there that night. He was writing. He was doing an article on Phyllis on, for Blues and Soul, I think it was. And he talks about that moment, you know. And um, what is that? yeah, man, but that was Phyllis. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Such a great now I'm gonna give you another story, if you don't mind. Y'all got y'all, y'all got to make old man rolling. Hey man, keep going. Roll back together again.
3: Ah, uh, oh, that's right. Damn, that is yours? I don't oh my know. gosh! Man. If we walked out here and not, spoke we'd have been that. mad as shit.
4: <laughs> We've been in the group chat piss. <laughs> We're working on that. Donnie, as most people know, you know had some mental challenges, you know, emotional, and that night he was having, he was struggling, you know, and um, he broke down and ran out the studio to the bathroom. So I go out of the control room and I, I open the bathroom door. He's in the corner crying. I mean sobbing so I was like oh my god so I got I went down on the floor and kind of crawled up next to him I said brother what's 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 happening he said to they're trying to kill me I said who he said they're trying to kill me they got my brain hooked up to a machine now I'm teared up so I stay in there with him for a few minutes so I, I said I'm gonna let him have his I said look Donnie tell you what you, when you feel like you're ready to take it, hit it, you know, just come on. So he came out, he tried it, I, and I knew he couldn't. I stopped the session. It was a Saturday night. I said, man, we just come back Monday, man. He said, Toomes, I'll, mm-hmm. well, I'll kill this. About 530 that morning. Phone rings. I pick up. Somebody's crying. I said, well, who's this? She said, it's Roberta. She said, him two mate. Donnie's dead. He jumped that night. Shit. So here's why I, I always emphasize that. Of everything I've been so fortunate to be involved with, Back Together Again is the deepest piece. The last two songs that Donnie did, the Closer, I mean that were popular, mm-hmm. the Closer and Back Together Again, I had a part. And this great artist, the last two songs he did, I, I was involved with. What was and so the vocal what was the oh, I, okay, this is the trick. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm telling you this so back together again wasn't finished If you listen to this mix after I leave Donnie only did the first uh, the, No, the first Yeah, the first release we can uh, uh, make it better gotta make it got to be real. Wait, wait, is it Peebo? No, 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 man. No. Oh. Yo, you were, you were right here with me. You were right here with me. Okay, listen. So, back in the day, man, I mean, y'all have the advantage of technology. It wasn't no. Flying you had in to physically and... cut the tape with a, yeah. with, with a, with a razor blade. Exactly, now, yeah. So, what I did was make a copy of the first, edited in the second time. That's the same performance. <laughs> <laughs> And if I didn't tell you that, you would have never known. <laughs> the other trick, because he had died, we couldn't do a, 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 ta- a tag. So when they come back, the only thing that's emphasized, duh, 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 nah, and nah, I, the, the background, the bird don't come back. Because I knew it would be stupid. So the whole tag backwards. is just the instrumental and the background being, being manipulated. I would have never. Ever thought about that.
3: Yo, how do we almost get to this episode and not? And ask not- that question. <laughs> I just forgot
2: that
4: was this song yeah, so it's I, just, I Did you do what? You Are My Love, You Are My Heaven? Did no, you no, 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 no Okay, okay. No, that bit before me um, so bit just like I said, of Listen to that. of a little bit of a just bit like it was done like that
3: I mean, without you being over-analytical Since, since you Kind of since it Because of open nothing of know nothing. About Donnie Hathaway as a person and that yes. sort of thing, and I don't
4: exactly ask one of the Layla, greatest voices ever too. and he's been b- reduced to a footnote. There's not even a good documentary on him. He was every singer's favorite singer. yeah, but
3: yeah I mean was he was he a normal cat with an extraordinary voice was he an eccentric cat with well when, when, a, a remember voice I meet like,
4: him on the closer he was, had already had a couple of nervous breakdowns. I never knew none yeah. of that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Like, so here was the deep part. And, then, and this is literally, the first time I meet him, I'm at Roberta's uh, apartment. Toombs, come, to come over, I want you to meet Donnie. And we're talking, this is a literal thing. We're talking, he said, Toombs, look at that gorilla. And I'm like, wow. what the f- how are we gonna do a record? Okay. I sit down and play the song. He said, "Move over." I played it once. He sat down, played the exact voicings of every chord. Hmm. Then I realized he's a genius. He had that that thing. And then later, I found out his roommate at at Howard, Leroy Hudson, Hudson. said he ran out and bought sketches in Spain when it came out. And you had you know we we had the photograph. He played it. Donnie listened to it. And one night, the next day, he was playing all the cuts from Sketches in Spain. So, that's what he had. He, the communications was off. But when he sat at the, at the keyboard, man, or stepped in front of the mic, you heard it? You heard it? So, I didn't know him other than that way.
0: That's so interesting Did that you, be- you, both of them were in there, had a mental illness. I'm sorry. Who? Saying, no, no, no. I was just saying, Phyllis, too. It's just interesting. Two different kinds of...
4: Kenny called me when, you know, when, the th- when Phyllis, you know, took her life. And he told me, she was obsessed with, she was dated. She's all these young, you know. She didn't think that the singers looked up to her, the, the Marys and them that, That's
5: what. See, it, it's funny you say that because I was just coming around, like learning who she was around the time that she passed. I think. Um, Don't want to change the world had just been a hit or whatever. So I was just getting into Phyllis, and then like you know, a few months later. I'm here, I'm listening to the radio and they come over and saying, you know, singer
4: Phyllis Hyman is yeah.
5: is committed, to, you know.
4: So we do was it was how New You not know Love Me? Uh-huh. If you noticed there was never a second in Two May Lucas production with Phyllis. Why? Was that Clive? No. That, that was Clive that, was begging me.
0: That was Phyllis.
4: No, this is what happened. Clive was like, I took when I took the record to him, we're playing it for him. He spins around. Now look, I respect Clive because he's serious about the music. So he spins around, and he's got his back to us. You know, I give him the the, 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 the dat to play. Listen to the whole album, every song. He spins back around. He said, "Well, I'm too may." Me and Reggie said, "He said I'm too may." Personally, I'm a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. So, but so what? I went through the miles. I don't care. <laughs> I, mean, I'm saying, in real I told him right there, I said, man, that's fine. I don't care. I said, I tell you what, this be the biggest record she's ever had. The record comes out, it's out for two weeks. I'm le- I'm at the crib. I get a call from Phyllis's manager. I forgot the brother's name, he's passed, but I knew him. He was a friend of Vendougal's. He's the, the original cat that called me about, hey man, maybe we can do He said, There was an interview that came out. He said, I'm calling you, man, because we cool. I don't want nobody else to tell you. I forgot the name of the magazine. He said, go get it. Phyllis did an interview, man. And he said, and she's dogging you. I was like. What? And I was like, so you know me. I jump in the car, go man. I sh- go get it. I had to come over to New York. I go, I didn't, I, I get back to the crib. It was one of them things, the cat doing the interview was into, I, I hate this, you know, he doing this R&B. I expected more jazz and Phyllis kind of played into it. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 I did. You know, yeah, but if me, yeah. has his way, you know, he, I wanted to use my musicians and my background singers, but he has this system, yeah, most people <laughs> do, you know. Uh, and I read it, man. And I never was angry with Phyllis, but what I knew was I couldn't do another record because I couldn't write for you. How can I write for you? And I know your original vibe is,
2: You don't don't believe it. You You don't don't believe it. You don't trust me.
4: Fortunately, about four weeks later, it was a hit. (laughs) Okay. But what is the point I'm making? See, producers, you can always produce somebody else. An artist has to live on the success or failure of that record. That's how they work. That's how they get bookings. And I just knew I couldn't put my heart in it. So rather than do a BS record, and look, it was some big paper on the table. It wasn't, it's just that. So, so, in
3: retrospect, I mean, not in retrospect, even after the fact that the record's a proven hit, you know, you guys never spoke after that, like, hey.
4: No, a Phyllis called me. We got some magic, so should we. But, okay, what's the magic? We did. It. The magic was captured, but I know you didn't.
3: Maybe she was just scared. See, well, I- that's, that's what I'm going to ask you. With geniuses, and I know, again, we rarely put women. In the genius category, or whatever, we overuse the word. But you know, artists are so troubled. And you, you—I mean, you've went through a slew of them. So I'm certain that to get the magic performance, you got to observe them, and their hanger-ons in the break room,
4: no, yeah, right. whatever drug activity. I don't. Into. Use, first of all, on vocals, my rule was: there's nobody in this room, nobody, because I tell you, the vocal. When you're doing vocals, that's when the microscope. And if, if you're singing and you're looking through that glass, you're performing if people are in there. You can't help it. I don't want a performance. I want a delivery. So nobody's ever allowed to be in there. So you don't have that distraction on vocals. Makes
2: sense. So, that's, that's the first time I've heard described way because I've heard so many other producers say that they're trying to capture a performance. But I'm trying trying to capture
4: it, man. I'm trying to deliver. Deliver, yeah. You know, (laughs) COD. I
3: see what you did there. (laughs) There you go.
0: All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
7: In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull,
8: and oh, so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of
7: music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo
8: their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Barian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast
7: takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
3: Um, did we miss anything, y'all? <laughs> now, now I'm afraid to wrap it up because now I'm no, Okay, um, so was it true that Wrigley's
2: tried to come after you for oh, Juicy Fruit? Oh, yeah, they wanted to sue me. Wait, what? Juicy Fruit.
4: So oh, Rick, wait, ah, how
3: Rick. did time out? How did you know about this? Uh, uh,
4: from this, your that's a stupid. It was it in <laughs> an issue of Jet uh, magazine? I think in you're talking about for, your Red oh, Bull. Oh, the, uh, the, when I was, Music uh, Academy in, in, in Japan? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think it was the first time I mentioned it publicly. Because I said I don't. There's not a lot of tape, don't you know, tape and stuff for me. So I get a call. It's a big, big law firm representing Wrigley's. So I gotta go up there, man. I walk in this room, man. The table as long as this block. <laughs> I mean, lawyers on both sides, so they going, through, they through got the album cover, they going through all this, so they start questioning me. And you showed up with no no lawyer of your I own. I didn't just... need none, because I knew where they was going to go, mm-hmm. and I had checkmated it, I knew where I was going. Uh, so, because I, I knew ultimately it was going to get to Mr. Matumi. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean when you say, You can lick me everywhere. I said, well, obviously it's not about gum. I said it's about oral sex. I ain't never seen so many red faces in my life. (laughs) But that was the end of the interview for me. It was like, okay, okay, please leave, you know. But I understood where they was going, and I knew, I just knew what they was gonna say. But ain't no, you know, and that. I hate to even talk, keep talking about that line, but y'all have no idea how crazy it was. We couldn't even cut the video. They made me- Candy kisses yes, everywhere. On it, yeah. And I hated that because Epic was just so scared of that. And at that time, one of the things I was proud of, we, as far as single sales, we were doing what Michael was doing wow. with that record. And that record really never crossed over to pop, yeah. and my my thing is man... And remember, that was also the beginning of black videos where you had to, people were telling you you had to take some of the black out. Mm -hmm. And I never did that. And when we did You Mean He. Especially with You Mean He. he. Okay. (laughs) Turn that off, (laughs) America. Right. Okay, I go through the struggles of hiring a black production team Mm -hmm. to do You Mean He. We walk out on the set the first day. We flew out to California to do it. In the audience, is 85% white people, couples, and about 15% black couples. I said, look, man, I gotta be honest to my audience. I said, you don't see Bruce Springsteen singing, you know, brother's to, to, <laughs> you know, 85% black. I said, be honest to your audience. And so I said, man, we gotta shoot, do it tomorrow. The cat said, no, man, you know. I said, well, I'll pay for it. We, we ain't doing, I'm not doing this to the people that love our music. So we never did that. I watched a lot of groups to try to get on MTV. And the only other voice that was out there with that was Rick James. Yeah. MTV wouldn't play any black videos until you know the famous thing when Epic, uh, 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 Sony said they'd pull all their videos if they didn't play Billy Jean. That's how crazy it was. But yeah. I saw a lot of cats. The music got
3: real square. You tell the truth because uh, back when, like I, I used to be really addicted to Lee Bailey's radio scalescope. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And. Uh, I remember there really being a, a a man just like an instant backlash of like when Cameo really started to get their pop shit on word up and, and especially with the candy video, yeah. like people were calling uh, Lee Bailey, complaining like, "How come there no brothers? How come no sisters in these videos?" And oh no, that was a no no. That was and, a no no.
4: Now look, and I will tell you that now, Juicy Fruit, we there was barely any black videos. Uh, the only place I saw black videos was, uh, what's the brother, Ralph? Ralph McDaniel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ralph And Dan. you had to have, that was channel video music 31 bot. or something. <laughs> but when we did Juicy Fruit, we was on tour. We flew in, cut that like a, in a day. And I wasn't into the complexion. Okay, it didn't matter. And it's, it's just like non racial looking a uh, 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 woman. And I said, well, okay, we we doing this video, boom. Then I noticed. That was really what it started being. Trend, like, what is she? I
0: don't and my know.
4: daughter came to me, Benin, my youngest daughter. She was about f- five or six one day. She said, Baba, you know, that's father in Swahili. She said, I guess I can't be in no videos because she's chocolate. And she was referring to a prince. She said, everything I see...
0: Oh, prince was the no, worst. Well, I, Sorry. No, no,
4: I'm not saying no. Uh, you ain't right. As a female, <laughs> <But> when it <laughs> I'm, comes I'm to images, he that was the worst. became the thing for this bullshit they call crossover. Mm-hmm. I said this is bullshit. Crossover and can't get black. That's what's happening here. It ain't getting back. You can't get black. Cause why do blacks have to always cross over? No, but then you got to marry. I mean, I said you don't ask the Rolling Stones, man. You know, yeah. they, they got to do funk, although they were funky. But it, all that onus was on us, and I spoke out on it, and it was like, "Oh man, this cat is out." No, it wasn't, Dad. It was like, "This is the truth. This is the truth." It is the truth. And so, you mean he, obviously, there's a a, a, a brown-skinned woman in, in the lead, and I did that on purpose, and it it, it was awful, man, because a lot of young sisters got messed up, and I helped. Nelson did a book called "The uh, The Death of Rhythm and Blues," mm-hmm. and I and uh, I was, you know. We were talking a lot during that time. Videos helped kill R and B, man. Mm-hmm. Not kill it, you know, not literally. But nah, I know what you mean. it was like the visual became oh, more important than the artistry, away. right? You know. Especially I said, man, didn't have control. So, so what Sly Stone? How he looked? Al Green? How he looked? No, it's how they made us feel. Mm-hmm. Then it became your brand, and I got a thing with that. It's funny
2: you mention that cuz the thing that I remember the most as a kid cuz Juicy Fruit came out I think I was maybe like 8 so I was 4. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that record and the thing I can remember was the the braids and like the beads yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, braids yeah, yeah, and yeah. how the thing I was I was
4: looking at I was like, "Man, they ain't got Jerry curls."
2: You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Yo, Afro-centric Yeah, I was like, yeah. "I'm fucking with this already." <laughs> like, they do got the and It was so
4: funny, man. Uh, cuz they played this. They played this in the movie the Biggie movie. Uh, oh yeah! It like, yeah. Rick James looking <laughs> I said I, I bit, I bit that, but that was like a rough. Cause Tawatha called me when she saw. It. She said, "Man, you see what I, it's,
6: cool. It's, cool. It's, cool. it's cool. It's cool. It's cool." So
4: being as being as though,
3: uh, I guess, some almost twenty plus, almost twenty five years later, uh, the aftermath of Juicy and what it's meant to the hip-hop generation. Whereas now, you know, people hear Biggie's voice Mm -hmm. as the default version before they even think of the original version. Most of them didn't even know the original. Right. So with uh, as many times as that song's been interpolated and Mm -hmm. sampled, is it... At least the... the, I know the myth of the, the... I'm I'm always hearing these guys on doing interviews or whatever. Like Steely Dan might make a joke about uh, déjà vu, uptown, yeah, like cha ching like that sort of uptown, thing. Uptown, is it, it? Is and I'm not exact figure, or whatever. But is the myth true of like, hey, just one great hit that's used by? Uh, the Juicy's been at least using like ninety, maybe a hundred plus song. songs. Yeah. Um,
4: my so, favorite version, though was the Keisha Coles and Missy. Yeah, uh, let uh, it go. Yo, man. I
0: don't know the type of tricks he plan but I should warn you, I don't want you, man.
7: I understand why you want to try, make him stay home late at night. But if he want to go, he'll be gone.
1: So, do you have to,
3: for each time that song's used, do you have to determine
4: the percentage that you want of that song? Yeah, yeah. Like, whereas, okay, if... Depend, you know what? depended on how much of it they use. The thing that was interesting about Juicy, like I said, when I wrote it, the beat wasn't the main thing. But if you think about it, it's probably the most identifiable beat mm-hmm. in R&B. My yeah. favorite
2: use of it was Warren G. Uh, oh, it yeah, G-C.
4: yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That was the yeah. That was the first version. I mean, the first time that it was sampled. He actually used it album.
3: twice, right? He used it twice on that Do album. you see what I see? Matter yeah. of fact, he used it three times. No, twice. isn't this DJ was Oh, my God. He used it three times on the no, one album.
2: This DJ was a different This beat. DJ was... Uh, no, was what's twice on, on that
4: first
3: album. I like it. I like I mean... Oh, yeah. He did use... Okay,
4: yeah. Oh, okay, okay. The vocal well part. The... The, like the West Coast really... People on taking it. The West Coast really... I always felt the West Coast hip-hop was funk. Yeah. You know, more so than the East. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely. And, East and, is more jazz. Yeah, yeah. And, you West know, is more funk. And uh, so they they vibed right away. And I always thank young people. This is how I found out that I think we had something with Juicy. I'm I'm sitting in the crib, a cat named Scott Folks who helped in the remix, the 12-inch. And back then, 12 inch Met, you're still using the original. You ain't bringing in other yeah, or, or redoing it. It's extended her. or whatever. And uh, yeah, you just it's extended. And uh, he said, Man, Toons, I want you to come with me to this club up in uh, the Bronx. It was uh, with Grandmaster Spunk, mm-hmm. the first hip hop club. What was it? The Roxy. So he said, Man, uh, can you come this weekend? I said, Yeah, man. He said, I'm going to come and pick you up. I said, Would you want me to be ready around 10? He said, No. Round 3. <laughs> <laughs> he said, man, I'm going to take you, man. He said, man, they spend Juicy around 4.30. Wow. I want you to see the hip-hop generation's response to it. I never thought that you could dance to Juicy. Or just, uh-huh. and the floor just, and I said, it's just that you, you write something. You
3: didn't think you could dance to it? No. So I you really thought I mean, you was making a, a ballad? T-
4: no, I thought I was making
3: this Kind of a chill out, relax. Head nod. Yeah, it's yeah. a barbie. You see, mm.
4: yeah, just lay. But look, I'm I'm into man, take these chords. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: wait, wait, wait. That's That's the the jazz guy coming out. Right. In your head is juicy, a ballad with some
4: oomph behind mm, it. No, it's it's my it's 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 my it's it's my speed zone, mid tempo, mid tempo, mid tempo funk. Uh, mid-tempo mid-tempo funk. If but you,
3: and as you're creating it,
4: it's
3: tempo. Are you are yeah, you just you. thinking like, okay, there's some filler on the album,
4: or no, is this no, like. We had finished the album. It's going to kill him. The right? album was done. I had cut this all the songs. I said, "What happened was that night everybody went back home. I called everybody back up after I laid that tune. Everybody came back about one o'clock in the morning. We cut that, cut it that night. Literally, you made them one turn thing. Around. One rule I have when I'm writing: whatever hook that comes to my head, that's always the first hook. That's the hook." and I'm listening back as we laid it. I said, Juicy Fruit. Sometimes what I like to do now, that record, Tawatha was on tour with Still, with uh, uh, Roxy Music. Oh, wow. She was in Europe. Damn. So we had a couple days off, so flew her back from uh, London. So we cut the vocals that night. I'm writing a verse as she's performing like the first verse So she's <laughs> performing it And I'm writing the second verse I said let me I wanted to put some pressure on myself I wrote the lyrics Literally That night While she's singing We, we You know We wrapped it up She flew back You know And uh,
2: You know Is that you Uh Is that your voice I need it I need Oh
3: you. girl Oh, oh yeah,
6: girl <laughs> <laughs> Listen
4: man We had so girl. much <laughs> if you notice I would do these little uh, outtakes like when you me and he it's it's the mon- monogamy mix, yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah, uh, just to reiterate, yeah, so we just let that do do du bit up do do do. I said, look, man, let's just go in and just freestyle like we're talking, you know uh well, uh. Mr. Tumey. Oh man, I'm, look! I just this want to is, thank y'all. This is such. I want to thank y'all so much. This has been it, school, This is
3: this like, is layered know? layers upon layers upon layers of wisdom that you've given us. And
4: well, no, that was given to me. That. I ain't got nothing, man. Look, you're channeling. Well, I'm we I'm think. channeling, man. Look, all the cats that I was blessed to be around, man. Fonte, <laughs> what did you learn today, bro? Oh my God. Uh He's
2: like a walking sage, yo. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's so much, like, so much game. Like, I hope people, like, really listen to this interview. And it's not even, it's, it's, I mean, you're talking music, but it applies just to life. Life. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even, it just applies to so many things. I'm just listening to, yeah, man. Just thank you. Just thank you for the music. Thank I grew up man. on your music. Thank I mean, y'all. I've been a lifetime, longtime fan. Just, you know, and this, Thank you.
4: And like I said, man, it just needs to be more of this exchange of generational information, man. Uh,
1: I'm P. Bill. What did you learn this episode? I would say for an atheist, that was a very religious experience. <laughs> <laughs> I learned five things. Are you ready? Yes. Stop playing what you know. Play what you don't know. Man. Simplexity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Webster's. Look out. No leaning. Mm. Right now, we got half a glass of music, which I love. And every hit is a nursery rhyme, which is my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. There you go. <laughs> uh, Sugar Steve. I remembered your name. Yeah, um, I, I reiterate what both of both of them said, and um, the trans, the successful transition from jazz to R&B, the natural transition at that exact moment, uh, you know, unforced. Because yeah. you see a lot of bands and artists trying to keep up with the time and so forth, but it seemed like you were at the right age, maybe at the right time, with the right amount of experience to do it legitimately, to do R&B with with real musicality and with with jazz in it. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh,
5: Boss Bill, what did you learn today, man? I learned that so many great moments in music history just seem to happen as afterthoughts. Like, you know, Juicy Fruit, which is, I was telling Amir before we started, it's one of the first songs I ever remember hearing as a kid. Um, <laughs> Like that, and atomic dog. So who knows? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, right. That's, that's yeah. probably why I turned out the way I did. Um, but yeah, it just seems like it's it's fascinating how like we hear all these stories about these songs and these 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 moments that we we've kind of come to to fetishize, you know, in our lives, and it just turns out they were just kind of throwaway moments in most people's lives. You you, <laughs> you, you weren't really thinking about it. You just did it, and, and you went on with it, and, and it changed the change the world. Yeah. So I, I think that's. Something that's, that's good to always keep in, keep in mind is, you know, you never really know what you're doing until after you've done
4: it. So. Yeah, And, and the, people, the people oh, determine sorry. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, music don't come from you. It comes through, through you. You. Yeah. you know, I always equate it like you're watching the television. Those images are not coming from that box. It's the signals that that box is picking up. So I never was challenged with the ego thing. And plus, man, look who I played with. How dare I even think. Look, I ain't did nothing, man. Compared to the cats that raised me, man. Then that's how you gotta look at it. I see cats get a hit and trip. And if you know if you don't put the work in, the worst thing in the world is a one hit wonder. Cause you get a hit, you don't know how to get back there because you ain't got no railroad tracks. Damn. No <laughs> even, even signing I'm off. We right right. got more right.
5: Bill's writing down no more. You ain't got no <laughs> railroad <tracks laughs> here. None. Yeah. Why <laughs> are you gonna get back?
0: I would just invite everybody to go back and listen to this episode so and make again, notes. Right, right. Uh, creative process, intuition, intellect and technique, oh. and everything. Just so much. Just thank yeah, you. Coffee
4: thank table you. This is a Can master I leave y'all class, with man.
0: one last story? And maybe? watch unsung.
4: Yes. Real quick. One more story. <laughs> one more story. Because I just thought about this while y'all were talking. And I appreciate everything y'all said, man. I really do. How many songs could get lost the closer I get to you? Roberta invites me over to the listening session. Ahmed Erdogan is there.
6: Mm
4: -hmm. I'm sitting on the couch. You know, and I'm just nobody, you know. He listens to the whole album. It's the president of Atlantic. True honest to God story. He says, I love everything, but the closer I get to you.
6: (laughs) What? What? (laughs) (laughs) To this day,
4: I always thank Roberta because she rumbled I heard it. They went out in the hallway. It got loud. Ooh. To keep it on the album. Wow. He wanted to take it off. He said, I'll never forget when he came back. He said, it's boring and repetitious. <laughs> okay. So he comes back in and says, all right, we'll keep it on. But it's never be a single. Name me the first single off that album. The closer one Close, the first I get to you. No. That. No, it wasn't the first single. Oh.
0: But that's the one it is. Blue well, in the, right one, to the that's
4: Basement. One. That's the it was the first single.
3: <laughs> Still Deep. No. You can't name it, that's uh, the thing. Come, come my, on and uh,
5: leave no. with me. You, you've already
4: you've proved, proved this point. Yeah. point. Right. you proved this right, point. Right.
3: Technically, tell me what was the
4: first song. I don't even remember. God. Yeah. I think, is. hold it, on, on real life, you can look this up right now, I think it was something called the 24th of December. Oh, yes. And I said, that'll be over on the 25th. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is the correct answer.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it? So, So, the album, back then, you know, the album comes like six or seven weeks after the first single. When the album dropped. The DJs demanded mm-hmm, closer. closer. To you.
0: Get this man a star on the Philly Walk of Fame. That's another thing. That no, man,
4: no, That's-
3: oh, yeah. I was going to say nah. that I learned that you're from Philadelphia, and I think believe nobody knows that that? most Philadelphians don't know you're from Philadelphia. Why do you think that is? Because you're quiet. I, <laughs> yeah. I will absolutely, 100%, we- make sure... We that. gotta talk about um, oh got, the Bilal
2: connection the, with
5: oh uh, with I was gonna son. say oh, Jesus I forgot I was I was gonna say his <laughs> career oh, oh oh okay just put that, that right over there <laughs> 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 that was good that was good I was gonna say we we didn't talk about the uh, okay. career in radio
4: too uh, well I real quick Bilal uh, my son Fa and uh, and Damu uh, were managing uh, Bilal I met Bilal. Uh, it brought him to the house. They had the demo for the first album. And um, I listened to it. And I and he and I talked. He came in the basement. And we were talking. I said, man, why do you have harmonies on every line? Mm-hmm. I said, if you do that, I I can't, I don't know what the hook is. I said, your hook has got to be, I said, you're not comfortable singing in, you know, what you because he had harmonies on everything. Mm-hmm. So we talked and then uh they had cut uh soul system. Okay. So uh fire came to me and uh said, Look, Bob, I need, you know, there was no melody. The hook was already there. Uh you must be my mm-hmm. but that do 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 so I put Put the melody on that, and um, that was a great experience. Thank you for that. He's a he's a he's a monster, he's a monster, and uh,
5: shout out to Quest Love in the video. You know, how, how, <laughs> yeah. how yeah,
4: how I cut, how I cut vocals, My girlfriend shut this. Sly Stone, <laughs> Sly Stone so showed me something. He lived with me for about six months, and we wait, were, wait, what. what?
6: Uh, Wait! Uh, you just can't drop that.
3: And like, uh, and we are now going to fourth hour. <laughs> How does Sly Stone wind up in wow. your house? And we've heard many a Sly Stone Sly Sly stories on this show. How did he wind Sly up in your Snow, house? Sly Stone and I cut some tracks. I have. What? what year?
5: Like 85,
4: 84 No, no, no. So after that, we also co-produced a couple tracks on a track on the Barqués called. Just like a teeter totter. Um, man, we gotta Sly get Sly called along. me. Wait, One what? day I was at the crib, and a dear friend of mine uh, called me uh, Tyrone Brunson. He did the, the Smurf. Smurf. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is he from Philly too? No, he's from DC. Okay. Okay. And Tyrone, he was out somewhere, and he said, "Man, look, man, I'm here with Sly Stone. He wants to know, can he talk? You know, would you talk to him?" <laughs> 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 so, Sly gets on the phone, he said, man, I, help, I heard that, you know, you you cool, you know, but you know, they have cats talk. He said, man, can I come out and, and holler with you, man? I said, cool. So, I, I sent him a ticket. Oh, boy. And he came, and uh, he stayed with me for about six months, and um, we went in studio. absolute genius.
0: Like on a, on a roommate basis.
4: <laughs> no, no, I have a house. We were roommate, he, you okay. know. Oh, I'm sorry. You had a large situation. Well, not, and... no, no, no. I don't have no mansion. That's 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 for Hollywood. But uh. But
0: large enough to give y'all space. Yeah,
4: to live. yeah, and then uh, but oh, I got a, a chance to 89. see Funk Genius, mm-hmm. and he came to me. He said, "Man, because I want you to show me them chords." He called them blankets. He said, "You play blankets." Slide and Miles was going to do something. When I, this is when I'm with Miles, Mm -hmm. on the, uh, and then Sly told me when he came, so he said, man, I Mm. was going to do it. He said, but then I got scared. Mm. He said, it was Miles. He said, but now I'm getting a chance to work with you. So he said, like, it's kind of, you know, so I would show him these chords and he showed me more about funk than I could have ever learned. So like I said, I, I always say, man, I'm just channeling, this cat worked 27 hours a day, man. He had a little Casio and he was making songs. We cut about four demos and I have them. When's
0: the last time you spoke to him?
4: I think Sly called me about eight years ago.
2: I haven't talked to him, so. Were you and Tawatha, were y'all ever married or romantic, anything? Those who know.
6: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dismissed. You know,
4: I'm not going in them houses, man. <laughs> okay. So wait, when,
3: when you mentioned to the Barclays? <laughs> yeah. When did you work with them?
5: It was '89 on the Animal album. Oh,
4: this cat here, man. It's scary. <laughs>
3: Just like I got the internet, I got the internet. Yeah,
4: just I, I see. I'm old. I'm not ancient. I know. <laughs> uh, just like a teeter title, man, is a funky jam. Matter of fact, when Angelo D'Angelo called me, it was probably his song. Yo, he loves the
3: most. Unusual. I was like, where did you even find yes, that? he will. But it's funky if you ever play it, man. Just check it. He will know. All, All right. right, is there any artist that? Almost was and didn't happen. That we, I don't want to close. I know the we're going to close. You want to tell book. us who did you work with that didn't happen, almost
4: happened, could have happened?
0: Is there a Donna Ross that's, uh, a session? No.
4: That, that's a great question, though, because uh, when
3: I stopped. Did you reject an artist? Did someone come to you and say, hey, I want you to produce And you were like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I see. his nephew shaky like yeah.
3: Kept <laughs> no. And I don't mean like in the new. I'm talking oh, about. Oh <laughs> my God, Luther.
6: Oh, uh, what?
5: Uh, Here we go. Oh my God. And, and shit yeah, I try I try to I try to put that out of memory too. If that if I did
4: that. All right. <laughs> Good God. I met Luther through Tuwafa. Okay. Yeah, 'cause she's singing. Luther is singing him. on, he's doing backgrounds on uh, giving on up that album. I think it was our second album. Really, in search of the rainbow seekers.
3: Y'all did that on uh, Soul Train. Yeah. Damn. That's Luke, Luther. Of course, that's Luther's voice. Up. Of you course, that's Luther's for, voice. Okay. okay.
4: Yes. Luther also put the backgrounds on. do 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 do.
7: Back together again. Yeah.
4: Yes, that's Luther. Luther oh also sang on, on that so in search of awesome. the rainbow seekers. There's a song on there. Um, oh man, God. But he put a, he put. So, Luther comes to me. We got to deal with Warner Brothers. There was a singer named Mark Sedane. Baby, won't you stay? Yeah. How do you know that?
5: I love that <laughs> record. Yo. I
4: hate y'all, man. <laughs> that's
5: a duet. That's a
4: duet with Tawatha, right? Uh. But it's think, on that album.
5: Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think yeah, so, but
4: yeah, yeah, Mark Sedane. So Luther wants, like, yo, man, what I want you? I was like, no, I, cause I'm doing this. But you know. You don't, you never think because if I had done him, that doesn't mean it would have been the same result. Right, right. It was, it happened like it's supposed to happen. Yeah, but Luther, thank you, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> like well, wow. I mean,
3: what period? Like when he first got signed? First album. Wow. Damn, so it could have been you instead of Marcus instead Miller. Of Marcus Miller, yeah. Yeah, Man. the first album.
4: Oh, that was a good one. Tawatha is singing on, she sang on every Luther song. I mean, every album. Yes, she is. Yeah. She's out with Dave Matthews now, yeah. right? She used to be. No, man, let's not even go there, man. Look. No, no I mean, I'm in I'm, Jess. She has been with everybody. Man. Dude, ah, okay.
3: she's been, I've played with her three times. And, and she told me to mention to and you, didn't reali- y'all, y'all stop calling. <laughs> right, right. I didn't realize until Lenny brought her back. She told me what she And she's did. like, you just noticing me now? No, like, I've been here. No,
4: she told me when you first met, when she told you her name, you said, yo. And embraced her and told the cats who, yeah, who she was. Yeah. Like,
0: uh, she? Yeah, we need to have her own question. Love supreme. Yeah, we do. She
4: will look, be coming. Look, and you talk about a history. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz, Steely Dan, wow. Dave Matthews, wow. L- uh, David Bowie, mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin. Where's she originally from? Newark. Newark. <laughs> That's how we met. She was in the in the group. Okay. Uh, hot Tea, and they were at Howard. So I I was I live you know I was living in New So I said, here's my number. So when you finish, give me a call. She graduates, comes back, and we start to get a couple of little things happening. Me and Reggie, and she comes back, and we get the Stephanie album. So she was contra- vocal contractor on every every record.
2: We that's need her. amazing. You man. need her man. That's amazing. That's
4: a history you really need to know. Mm-hmm. Well. Because background I'll, singing is an art I'll, form that's getting lost, I'm too. I'm actually going to see her
3: in four days, so I, I will. <laughs> there it is. I <laughs> shall be stalking her. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm so afraid to end this episode. <laughs> really, That's a great word. Right, we got the Luther stories we got. <laughs> that was, Col- Kev, thank you. I forgot Luther. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I learned everything. <laughs> uh, all the things. Yeah. You're, you're from Philly. And I learned that Philly doesn't know that you're from Philly. That's crazy, man. But
1: we'll be at the Walk of Fame induction, whatever. Yeah, because yes.
0: the Roots got one, so we got to get you. Yeah,
3: yes. Okay, well. Well, you know, if it happens, cool. If it don't, I'm, I'm good. It, it we know you don't care I'm about good. no awards. I'm good. <laughs> it, it will happen. Uh, we thank you for coming and sharing Again, everything. thank man, you. Man. Thank, thank you so man. much. On behalf of Sugar Steve, and I'm Bill, and I'm yeah. Boss Bill. Uh, new Boss Bill. <laughs> I'm Boss Bill. I don't know Yeah Anyway uh, It's Laia And Fonticolo And Questlove And James and Tume Uh, We will see you On the next go round Of Questlove Supreme Questlove Supreme Is a production Of iHeartRadio This classic episode Was produced by The team at Pandora For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
8: It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say: your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over a hundred social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today! At LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions supply.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime.